the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Everybody wants the peace of God. In fact, so much so, we search for peace, thinking that we'll find it apart from God. Problem is, peace is just elusive until we understand peace with God. That's the distinction we're exploring today on Abounding Grace with Pastor Gary Wagner. I think it's safe to say that as parents, when our children are disobedient and defiant, we cut off privileges that they may otherwise have. It's part of the disciplinary process, right? They don't have access to the requests that they used to until there's reconciliation, restoration. Well, the same is true with God, and that is what we're learning today here in Romans 5, verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Problem is, many of us are defiant. We're rebellious against God. And all we want is the peace of God without first reconciling and making sure that we have peace with God. That's a distinction we're exploring today here on Abounding Grace with Pastor Gary Wagner. Here's Gary now and today's program. Turn to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 20. We we can't talk about access And drawing near to God without checking out some verses in this precious letter from the Apostle. Hebrews 10 will begin in verse 12. Hebrews 10 verse 12. And I'll read to verse 22. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. From henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering, he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Forever them that are sanctified. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that, he had said before, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their heart, and in their minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through his veil, that is to say, his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. You see, Jesus has passed into the heavens to peer in the presence of God for us. For us, beloved, forever, there's now no more condemnation for you. Hear Hebrews 9.24. For Christ is not entered into the holy, 
place made with hands which are the figures of the true but unto heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us now in chapter 7 of Hebrews verse 25 wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him seeing he ever lives to make intercession for them what wondrous grace that we stand in Jesus has opened for us a new and a living way We have an access to God that cannot be shut. And John says of him in Revelation, what he opens, no one can shut. And we stand in that grace. You know, we still have a fight here on earth, don't we? The good fight of faith. Yet we are still very weak. And I'm sure you, like me, feel it. I'm sinful and I don't even appreciate how sinful I really am. You probably feel the same way. We get sick. We contract diseases. And these things are kind of harbingers of the death that is coming. They're warnings to us. And the world doesn't love us now as Christians any more than it did when Jesus walked on the earth. And yet when we look at ourselves, we often feel oppressed by sin. I'm very aware, although not as much as I need to be. That my love for the church is small. I'm not as zealous for God's glory and His truth as I need to be. I know that. And yet undoubtedly, you undoubtedly feel the same way. So here is a question. Would we be stronger? Would we be a better father? A better wife? A better child? A better student? A better businessman? Business owner? Would we be more zealous for God? Would you be more faithful? Anyone here today say, I would like more joy, Pastor. I'd like more hope. I'd like peace of conscience too, by the way. If that's so, you need to stand in His grace. There is no other way to have it. Never a day, never a morning, not a noon, not an evening must pass where you do not at least for a moment draw near to God through Jesus Christ and His blood. It may be, as you say, a brief prayer over a sandwich for lunch, or as you're falling asleep at night. Oh, but certainly when dawn's first light appears, we must draw near. Jesus has opened the way for us. Heaven is closer to us as believers than the earth is. For we're already raised with Christ, Paul has told us in Ephesians 2. We're already seated with him in the heavenly places. And he is praying for us. He's preparing a place for us. He's securing forgiveness for us when we sin. Have any of you sinned? Well, you have an advocate with the Father. For Jesus Christ is the righteous. And if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our, our sins and to cleanse us. All of this is secured for us, this access. Because Jesus has passed into the heavens. It is all there for us, brothers and sisters. All for the asking. All for the drawing near to God in believing prayer. You know, the greatest tragedy on this earth is a weak, hopeless, joyless believer. Why? 
because it is so unnecessary. Jesus, our Savior, has opened the throne of grace to us. And any need you have, you take it to Him. Any burden that you are carrying, you take it to Him and you lay it at His feet. He says, I've already suffered more than you ever will. I have already bore more than you will ever bear. You must come to me. I ever live, he says, to make intercession for you because I am the head and you are my body. I am the husband and you are my wife and you are my responsibility. You come to me and draw near to God. Why? Why don't we avail ourselves more of this strength, of this grace, of this open door to heaven? We are to be wearing out heaven, beloved, with petitions, giving God no rest. Heaven is open to us. His heart is friendly. He's smiling us at us in the Lord Jesus Christ. His arms are wide open to receive us. His ears are wide open to receive our prayers. In some respects, we can't be any more secure in our access in Him right now then we will be one day in heaven because Jesus Christ has opened the way for us. So let us believe. Let us draw near to God. Let's not be double-minded and let's not hold on to our sins because let's face it, even as Christians, that is the reason we don't really want to draw near. If I've got this thing going on in my life and I know I need to do better, I know I need to let it go. I'm not quite ready to do it though yet. And that is a burden to us. It is a barrier. You see, God doesn't put up any barriers between us and Him. But we put them up all the time. And it's because of our ingratitude and our our coldness and our love for the things of the world. Let's see if this idea in verse 2 will help us. Paul says, not only do we have access, but we are to rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Now, I have to be honest with you. There is so much more in this phrase than I can possibly fathom. But remember a couple of things. One, what is hope? Hope is the confidence that God will do what he has said he will do. It's not maybe, possibly, if I'm good enough. No, hope is God has said it. That settles it. Hope is not even saying the Bible says it, I believe it, that settles it. Because whether I believe it or not, if God has said it, that settles it alone. So hope is this firm assurance that what God has promised, He is able and He intends to do. Remember something else. This rejoicing in hope is also secured to us through the blood and righteousness of Jesus. Just like peace, just like access to God. So these three ideas, peace, access to God, and rejoicing in hope, in, in, in hope, I plead, do not go out of here today saying, the preacher says, I need to go and seek these things. So let me see what I can change, see what I can give up, see what I can do. No, you'll never have them in that way. Because Jesus purchased these for us by his blood. They are ours when we come to him. Being made right with God, he then establishes peace with us. He opens the gate of heaven, and now he gives us this hope in the glory to come. Now, just a few ideas. Turn with me to John seventeen twenty four. 
As our Lord went to the cross, this was one of his prayers. Verse 24. Father, I will, I will, that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me. For thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. Jesus went to the cross asking for the Father for us to behold his glory. Peter says, we don't have to look for it. 1 Peter 4.14, the spirit of glory now rests on us. Paul says in 2 Thessalonians 1.10, that when Jesus comes to be glorified in all the saints, then Romans 8.17 will be true. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and join heirs with cross, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. So Jesus prayed, Father, let my children be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory. I'm giving them the spirit of glory as a down payment. That spirit is going to one day raise them from the dead so that they may be with me where I am. And I am coming back to be glorified in all of them that believe, all of my saints. And even if they suffer, what in the world does that mean in Romans eight seventeen? It means that we may also be glorified together with him even in suffering, glorified with Christ. Yes, John says in 1 John 3, 2, that when he comes, we shall be made like him, for we shall see him as he is. And then the prayer of Moses will be answered. Turn with me to Exodus thirty-three seventeen. What did Moses pray for? This is a prayer of every believing heart, beginning in verse 13. Now, therefore, I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now the way that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he, God, said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up from here. For where it shall be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight, is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that we are upon, that are on upon the, that are upon the face of the earth? And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. For thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, that is Moses, I beseech thee, I beg thee, I urge you, show me thy glory. This is the longing of every Christian's heart. It is the deepest foundation of peace and joy and hope that we are restored to fellowship with God. That the glory we were created to behold, to enjoy, to bask in as creatures of God. That we have been separated from by sin. We are restored to that glory. We are restored to God's life-giving presence. Where is this hope of glory secure? Only in the blood of Jesus Christ. This is our future if we believe in the Lord Jesus. Justification has secured it for us. 
Moses' prayer is going to be answered. It's going to be answered in your life. If you believe in Jesus, God is going to show you the glory for which you now hope. Because that is the whole purpose of salvation. The purpose of salvation is not so we can gather together in 2021 and strum a guitar, have a few sermonettes about Jesus, and sing some fuzzy phrase songs that repeat two or three times over and over and over. The purpose of what God has done in Christ is to reveal His glory and restore us to fellowship with His glory. Because God's glory is a reward What is God's glory? It is His awesomeness. His loveliness. God's glory is His fellowship. His peace and His kingdom. This is our reward. And we draw closer to this hope with each passing day. Our days would be filled with more hope and more rejoicing in the hope that is to come if we draw near to God more often. And we would meditate upon our inheritance of glory in Jesus Christ. Beloved, we are co-heirs with Him. As difficult as it is for us to believe and accept. One of the reasons Jesus sunk so very low for our transgressions is so that He might raise us up to be glorified with Him, to enjoy fellowship with the everlasting and eternal God. So all I can really close with is just to encourage you child of God to lift up your head and your heart do you have a hope of being glorified with your Lord is it the desire of your heart Lord show me your glory oh I hate my sins I loathe myself I want to know more of you I want to please you I want to walk close with you my heart races every time I think of one day drawing near to you in unending fellowship, joyful service, sinless service to you, O God, without weakness, without sickness, without distractions. Oh, just being what you want me to be. Beloved, if this is your faith and hope, the glory of God rests upon you and it is coming for you. So in conclusion, do these three things. Set your heart there. Paul says in Colossians 3.3, set your affection on things above. The idea behind set your affection is all of your most ardent desires. Do not set those on the earth. The best we can do here is going to be burned up with fire. You realize that. Although we do do it for the glory of God and for the honor of his truth. But our citizenship is in heaven. So set your affections where Jesus is. Set your affections on what he is doing. Spend time every day meditating upon the glory that awaits you. And ask God to fulfill his wondrous promises in your life. Second, not only one, set your affection. But two, stop eating crumbs. Because this is all the world has to offer you, beloved, is crumbs. And they're not even very tasty crumbs. And I've seen a lot of crumbs lately because I've spent a lot of time this summer with my grandchildren cleaning up crumbs on the floor. And at a fundamental level, 
this world has only three things in it. Mud, hair, and filth. And this is, please, no criticism of my wife's house cleaning. Because it is a fact. Mud, hair, and filth. That is the best this world has to offer you. Everything good and lasting is to be found in what God has done for us in Christ. And then we begin in our homes, in our businesses, in our father, son, mother, daughter, neighborly relations. When our affections are from above, when we see the glory of God, when we are right with him through the blood of Jesus. We can then begin to practice love, service, and obedience with joy in our, her- in our human relationships. And unbelievers, trust me. We'll take notice. There's something different about these people. They'll say. Yes, because the spirit of glory and of grace and of Christ rests upon us. It's not in our circumstances. It's not in me. I have not found the key. I have not. I have had no conversations with God. I have not learned this from any man. I had God come and reveal his glory To me in the face of Jesus Christ. That is where it came from. God did it. Jesus purchased all of this peace. All of this access. All of this glory. And lastly. Remember your destiny all the time. Set your affections. Stop eating crumbs. And remember your destiny. What is your destiny? Well are you a Christian? Let me just tell you a little of what the future has in store for you. One day Jesus is going to come and put a crown on your head with his own hands. Matthew said in chapter 13 that Christ is going to come and he is going to wait on you. He will serve you at his table. You will be surrounded with angels. You're going to see the bride of Christ, not as she is here on earth, fragmented, trying to find cool ways to fit in with the world. You're going to experience her perfection. You're going to see her in gold standing at the king's right hand. His bride will be standing in perfection around the throne of God, his his bride for which he laid down his life. You're going to see her in her glory and her perfection. You're going to hear choirs of men and angels that will make even the wonders of Bach sound like top 40 trash. Choirs. Of men and and angels singing, worthy is the lamb that was slain. You're going to enjoy the new heavens and the new earth made perfect by God's power. But above all this, saying of Paul is going to be brought to pass in 1 Corinthians 15, 28. That God will be all in all and he will be your all in all. He will be your joy, your boast, your pleasure, your delight. Do you ever think about these things? Jesus purchased them for us with his own blood. And unless we hold on to them fast, we will lose them, my friends. The world is moving quickly. There's always something new. We need to change the fashions. We need to get new gadgets. We've got to work to do so children to care for, meals to prepare. 
Oh, set your affection on things above. Stop eating those crumbs and remember your destiny. Every day draw near to God through faith in Jesus. And let us rejoice and be glad together in Him who is truly Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Amen. And that'll bring us to the end of our time today here on Abounding Grace with our teacher and pastor Gary Wagner from Reformed Heritage Church in San Jose. Thank you for joining us today. It's our hope and prayer that we've been able to encourage you in Christ and stimulate your walk in him. To address questions, comments, prayer requests, or concerns, please call or write to us. We'd love to talk with you. 408-866-5607 is our phone number, 408 408- Eight six six five six zero seven. You're also welcome to visit our website. Drop us an email when you do, reformedheritage.org. Real simple, reformedheritage.org. A lot of information there about who we are. We would invite you again to stop by, reformedheritage.org. Or if you're writing to us, the address is PMB, post mailbox, 402, and the address is 1484 Pollard Road, Los Gatos, California, 95032. That address can be found on our website, reformedheritage.org, or again, simply call 408-866-5607. Copies of today's program are just $5. Mention today's date, and we'll get a CD out to you. And please remember that we are listener-supported, which means when you link arms with us financially, we're able to continue the ministry here on this station. It's a great way to study God's Word together, isn't it? And we'd love to continue to do so. Would you prayerfully consider how God might be leading you to partner with us? We'd love to hear from you. Again, won't you call 408-866-5607 or reformedheritage.org. Sunday services, by the way, if you'd like to join us, are 2 in the afternoon. We're located at Lone Hill Church, 5055 Lone Hill Road in Los Gatos. Directions can be found at our website, reformedheritage.org. Again, Sunday services are at 2 p.m. Further information can be found again at reformedheritage.org or by calling 408-866-5607. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, God bless. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.